Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We had a Thursday night game between the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans, a game in which the Texans find a way to hold off Indy, winning by three points. Houston desperately needed to win this game. Remember, Indianapolis beat them heads up. Indianapolis would have had that tiebreaker advantage. Indy was clinging to that lead in the third quarter. And then Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins took over the game. Hopkins, six catches for 94 yards and two touchdowns. Deshaun Watson, just a smidge under 300 yards and two touchdowns. And the Houston offense has a much different look to it when Will Fuller plays. Will Fuller, I mean, you can't find a guy. He is never on the field. But when he does play, it gives them a different element at wide receiver. All of a sudden, it feels like Deshaun Watson's got a couple of different ways he can throw the football. And it's not just exclusively going to be the DeAndre Hopkins show. Fuller's presence makes Hopkins that much better because he's not going to see as many looks to double coverage. He's going to get some more one-on-one opportunities, and he's going to feast off those one-on-one opportunities. There's a reason why he's one of the more talented receivers in the sport. Texans, take care of the Colts. There was a play at the end of that game. You were wondering maybe if it was a Deshaun Watson fumble late. He did fumble the ball. Not going to be able to argue a clear recovery, and the Texans run out the clock. So Houston now 7-4 and on the year. Indianapolis at 6-5, and and I don't think it's a given both of those teams are making the playoffs. Colts got a tough schedule down the stretch. Houston has some tough games down the stretch. That is going to be one of those races I think we are monitoring and we are watching until you hit the final game of the year. I expect that AFC South to go down to the final game. I'm sure it's all division games, so what? Indy will either be in Jacksonville or Tennessee or vice versa. And both of those teams, I think, are going to need victories. More important, though, for Houston to find a way. So they're the winner. If you took Indianapolis plus the points, you are very happy. And it was a good way to kick off week 12 across the board in the NFL. Now, the other big story to get to in the NFL, and I heard a lot on this as I was waking up and I'm reading certain articles and I'm trying to form an opinion on it. And my first thought, to Miles Garrett accusing Mason Rudolph of using, dare I say, a racial slur. My first look, my first thought was skepticism. And the reason I say that is simply this. Where was Miles Garrett a week ago? If indeed Mason Rudolph used hateful, disgusting, vile language and terminology. Wouldn't you think, right? I hit somebody in the face with a helmet. I'm going to my locker. Teams let me talk after the game. Isn't that something you would say to a media member? I sure would. 
If somebody used hate language towards me and I acted in that manner, I would be yelling and screaming that everybody knew what that particular player and person had to say. The fact that a week later, Miles Garrett, because he wants to potentially get out of this suspension for whacking Mason Rudolph in the face with a helmet, is now all of a sudden going to make the argument that that nasty, hateful language came into play? I'm sorry. It's something that I'm not going to believe. And the NFL did their investigation. The NFL did do their homework. And it sure seems like Miles Garrett's side of the story does not end up being the truth. Do I think that Mason Rudolph could have been a little bit of a punk? Yes. Do I believe that he used hateful, vile language like Miles Garrett is insinuating? I don't. I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt on that. There's no place for that language on a football field, in life, in society, period. But when you are hearing about that sort of allegation a week after the fact, when you're meeting with the National Football League, when you are trying to get out of a suspension, it's where I really start to question your motives, your mentality, and why you handled a certain situation a certain way. Here's what I know about Miles Garrett. He clocked Mason Rudolph with a helmet, then the face. Period, end of discussion. Now, a week later, all of a sudden looking for an excuse to get out of that suspension. You make a claim like that, you're putting Mason Rudolph's livelihood, reputation, all of that on the line. You better be right. And the reason why I'm going after Miles Garrett is because he's the one that hit Mason Rudolph in the helmet. With the helmet in the face. He's the guy that did that. So when you're going to act that way, you say nothing that Thursday. You say nothing for a week. And now all of a sudden, this story comes out. It's very, very tough for me not to look at it without using a skeptical eye. I'm very, very skeptical, and I'm not giving Miles Garrett the benefit of the doubt on this. And if he's going to insinuate that hang language was used, shame on him. I'd add on to a suspension because you're going to go down that road. My goodness. Why didn't we hear from you a week ago? And why now when you're meeting with the National Football League? That was one of those stories that, I got to be honest, had me scratching my head. So you have all that going on. The Rudolph Garrett saga continues. Thursday night football with the Texans in the Indianapolis Colts. And then you have the two local teams in town getting ready to return to action Sunday at 1 o'clock. As it'll be the Giants in Chicago taking on Trubisky and the Bears. The Bears right now have the look and the feel of a dumpster fire. They really do. Despite that great defense that they have, their season has gone AWOL because their quarterback is a joke. 
And everybody in Chicago, as Sam Panionovich told you yesterday, is lamenting in ballrooms. They're screaming at Soldier Field. How did we not end up with Watson? How did we not watch Watson? How did we not get Mahomes? I can't blame those folks. Could you imagine if that was a quarterback situation here in New York where both of the locals, let's say, passed up on Mahomes and Watson and ended up with Mitchell Trubisky? I'd be yelling and screaming too. And for the Giants, as they come off of their bye week, right now they have a head coach who has a reputation as a losing head coach. His team is 2-8. and eight. I get it. They are playing a young quarterback. But the Giants looked as bad as can be against the New York Jets a week ago. Could not stop Sam Darnold. No help in that secondary. Saquon Barkley not looking 100% and struggling mightily in pass protection. And Daniel Jones showing you promise. But Daniel Jones showing you that he's a guy right now that's a turnover machine. For the Giants down the stretch of this year, it is incredibly important to start playing a cleaner brand of football. I get that the talent base is not very good. But for this head coach to justify the idea of coming back next year and coaching this team, can I see the quarterback put together a couple of clean games? Can I see this defense make some strides? And can you give off the look of a team that hasn't quit? Giants can't mail in these final six games of the year. This game in Chicago, despite that defense, it's winnable. Although if you're the Bears right now, you're saying, geez, Trubisky can't get right against the Giant defense. When in the world is he ever going to get right? So that game will be intriguing, yeah, for all of the wrong reasons. We got a lot more to do. We'll get to the Jets as they get ready for the Oakland Raiders. We got some baseball stuff to get to. We got some basketball stuff to get to. But anybody taking the side of Miles Garrett after this story comes out, I don't know how you could. I got to be honest. I don't know how you take the side of Miles Garrett hearing about this allegation a week late. Where were you on Thursday night? Really as simple as that. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.